0: it's the bow and more pa podcast producer russ here and a couple weeks ago i saw an article about a local guy from penn state university bedford county who was in new york and had his play done in a festival And I wanted to find out more from this guy. His name is Phil Way. We got in contact with him. We got a chance to chat with him about his career, all the different places he went, and now in New York with his playwriting and keeping a connection back to his Bedford roots. Phil Way today on the Bow and More PA Podcast. Rest back at Seven Mountains Media, I saw a story a couple weeks ago about Phil Way, who's been doing some things in New York, who's doing things with plays, writing his own plays, and like I like to do from time to time, I just wanted to talk to this guy and find out more about the awesome things that he's doing, and we got him on the phone. Phil Way is here chatting with us. Phil, thank you for talking to us.
1: My pleasure. Glad to chat with you.
0: So I know a little bit about your history from the article that I found, but I'd love to know more. You started writing... Very early in life. When do you remember it starting for you?
1: I just enjoyed writing for pleasure. When I was an early teen, sixth grade, I just enjoyed writing stories. Grew from there. You majored
0: in film and video at Penn State, graduating in 2001. What was the, the next step after I got that diploma? Here's what I'm doing.
1: I got a job as a videographer at the Sergeant's Court Reporting Service in Johnstown.
0: I know a few people that work there, so I'm very familiar with that organization. And you were doing some (laughs) play stuff in Bedford, with a house in Bedford. Tell me more about them.
1: The Bedford County Players, I started my first play with them in 1995 when I was still in high school. An acting friend suggested I audition, so I did, and, and I got a part, and had a blast, so I just kept on doing it. Now, see,
0: you say, that like, that's nothing. I I volunteered, I got a part, but, like, to get up on stage at all takes a lot of courage, and you just did it because somebody said, hey, give it a try?
1: Yeah, because I was, uh, well, around that time, I felt like I wanted to make movies. Why? Well, I, I don't know. And uh, I mentioned to, to someone who was who did some acting with him, try out for a local show. So there was a, one uh, audition, so I I tried out, got a part.
0: Then you make a leap that is just huge. You said, you know what? I enjoy this. I want to give it a the, the real try. I'm going to go to New York. I want to know the whole process of that decision and how that worked.
1: Well, before uh, going to New York, I moved to Virginia Beach for two years. Nice. So I had, a, had an opportunity to go down there, so I did the Mystery Dinner Playhouse. I auditioned for a dinner theater show there it was like a cast in terms of the food and courses in character. So there's scripted, then it's also uh, improv while you're serving food. Wow. That was a lot of fun. And uh, I did some uh, assistant production manager stuff there, too. And then uh, I came to go to New York City. I uh, knew someone who was moving there. Let's give it a shot.
0: Unbelievable. And you, it says in the article that you have written, directed, and acted in at least 10 10- different short plays yes
1: so i've been writing short plays and putting them on in festivals around the city a couple in new jersey has been done the first play that i wrote i started writing it as a short screenplay and i found out about a, a short play festival so I thought this could easily be adapted for the stage so i did it the minute it got in so i directed it cast myself and my friend i kept on writing more
0: and you got something right now that you're traveling around with called Helter Shelter. And I remember talking to somebody a couple of years ago. It was, a, it was a different author, a different writer. And they said that this is right in the middle of the pandemic. And they said, you're going to see people that are going to be putting what they take on this, this time of the world. They're going to be putting it into their writing because it's what we're all dealing with. And it's a good thing to write about. And you have written about the pandemic. So tell me about the process of, okay, I think I have something to say about this time of the world.
1: So I- Originally, what I, I wrote it, yes, right, in the middle of the pandemic, right, shortly, shortly a few months after it started. I just had this idea of two older sisters forced to quarantine together and the clash of personalities of the two people forced to, to live together, and one goes crazy and things spin chaotically out of control. <laughs> As I tweaked and, and reworked it over the, the couple of years before I finally got the record a performance of it. I tried to make it seem less like the COVID pandemic specifically, but to make it look more vague, so it wouldn't be specifically that that incident.
0: Right. So kind of a, a more like so, universal theme.
1: Yes, yes. Although, if you want to it easily be COVID, if that's how you want to view it, I try to make it less specifically COVID, just like sort of make it... Uh, Few years down the road or something.
0: And when you were casting this, you went back to your Bedford Playhouse and went to the people there. Like you just said, said I, I think I know people that can really bring this to life. How'd that work? It
1: was great because I got it into uh, yeah, the Rogue Theater Festival here in uh, New York. Um, I had done two other festivals the past two years, and, and this year they were doing uh, some live performances of full length plays. Plus, they could do some online streaming portion of the festival for shorter plays so I submitted Helter Shelter then I got the idea that I would love to work with my old friends from from Bedford again and this is the perfect opportunity because I don't have to do it in New York City. I can go to Bedford, record it with them send it to the festival and they'll put it online. I did it. We had a great time. It was good to reunite with the Made in Glass, Samantha Deal and Matt Godessert
0: Awesome! Unbelievable. Now, how can people keep track of you, your career, and everything that you're doing?
1: Facebook is a great way to follow me. It's a uh, Phil Way on Facebook. I'm on Instagram at the uh, Phil the Way. I also have a, a YouTube channel, which has some of my older plays plus a couple of short films I like got on my uh, YouTube channel. Also, Phil Way. Also, uh, PM Way Zero One. This is the mm-hmm. assignment they gave me.
0: We will absolutely be keeping up with you. And I just, anyone that's doing, I mean, every step of your career took guts, it took an incredible amount of guts to go from one to another to another. So anytime I see somebody doing something that cool, I just, you know, I'm always like, let me talk to this person and kind of find out how they tick. And you do not disappoint, man, because it's a great story. And I commend you for everything that you've done so far and will continue to do.
1: I, think I have plenty more ideas. I'm going to continue writing and maybe doing something bigger.
0: Well, anytime you got anything and you want to give us some time, you absolutely contact us again, and we'd love to chat again. I sure will. Thank you to Phil Way. As he said, you can check him out on Facebook and Instagram and his YouTube page and keep up with what he is doing. If you have a charity or a 501c3 and you want to be featured on a future episode of the podcast, you can send me, producer Russ an email at rbeckett at 7mountainsmedia.com. R-B-E-C-K-E-T-T at the number 7, mountainsmedia.com. Dot com. Find the bow and more PA podcast on a Google podcast and find out what's going on in your area.